Welcome back, everyone, yeah, to the <laughs> Ten Sheets Podcast. Travis, thanks, thanks podcast. And, and we're definitely getting there. We're not Ten Sheets yet. <laughs> I always thought that was really clever. Yeah. Was the original zine like ten pages? It was ten pages, yeah. yeah. I always thought that was cool. <laughs> oh, it's you. like ten sheets of <laughs> Ten sheets of paper, yeah. These guys are clever. Thank you. Welcome to Kinko's. Can yes. we help you? Oh, no. Actually, they can't now. Oh, that's right. I could not get help from them the Defunct. other day. <laughs> She's like, I'm sorry, but I've got all these packages to ship, and we close at six yeah. o'clock. I was like, But I have a so show no. on Saturday. Was yeah, it, so was that like no. Dave Chappelle's show? Like, cause fuck them. That's why. Oh my god, exactly right. <laughs> I have to fly our time copy. Is and, that they, the name of and then you go to <laughs> Office Depot and try to do it, and she's like, I can't get this image on there four times. <laughs> there like, go. oh my god, <laughs> how are we gonna do this? It's so hard. So we're back. We're back. And yeah. we're going to talk about some Justin Bailey. Yes, JB. That's so, what that kid, like, I was telling him about Justin Bailey. He's like, Justin Bailey? Like Metroid? I'm like, yeah. Like, oh, that's fucking cool. I know. It is the killest. <laughs> yeah. So Corey he, came up with that. That's him and Brandon's deal. That's actually a really great name. Yeah. Thank you. Everybody used to always ask, which one's Justin? Right. Uh, <laughs> he's over always, there. We'd always come up with something. Actually, Bailey's we, over there. When we were on the road, we'd come up with like, uh, actually, Justin's our friend that uh, in high school that was killed by a drunk driver. And we <laughs> Please donate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please donate. We, we started this for him, man. Yeah. Justin. <laughs> I, oh, obviously, that guy is Justin Brandon. Yeah. Brandon is Justin. That is Justin. <laughs> Darius is Hootie. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> All right. So when did Bailey take over? Like two thousand two, three. It was around that time. Yeah, so I think the I think the demo was in 03. Yeah. So So then how long after the demo was Bury Me With My Money? Probably the epic. Everything happens in like one or two years, so probably like oh four, five, something like that. Epic, you like that one? Yeah, I'll do. We, we dude, did you like that. that one? Yes, I remember listening to it a bunch and being like, dude, Brandon's about to be a fucking star, bro. <laughs> your whole, I hope he's ready to blow up. <laughs> your whole band. <laughs> that shit was awesome. But I used to listen to it and just his vocal and you yeah. know, the whole presentation. And that like, was that was Fred, right? That was Fred. Good old Fred Weaver. Fred Weaver recorded that. And that, like Apocalypse of the Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the whole record. Like we could we could actually do a whole podcast on just this record because I know it so well. I remember Brandon getting real drunk one night at Spanish Moon and just totally tearing into Fred Weaver about that record. Oh and how boy, about shitty it. He didn't like it. <laughs> we we never. Well, it didn't sound like fucking Fat Records. Yeah, you know it didn't have cool. that fucking big time yeah. popped oh, dude, out sound that, that we wanted. Record. It was, oh, it was so lo-fi. God. Your ears do have to adjust. By the second third song, you're there. But, I, dude, but what? it's got all the elements there. I was the guy that cool. came on to, and you can, and that was Ross. We like, did all that live, <laughs> dude. I came into punk rock late in the game, mm-hmm. way late in the game. Mm-hmm. So to hear you guys, like, I was just like, this is this is what I want my bands to sound like. From See, now but on it's out. always right on time. It's perfect time. Oh, so good. They were one of the only ones to use Fred 
back. Yeah, in the day, like because the, uh, well, the Kim Moore's used for it, right, that, and that they were last, obsessed that one with his record guitar they, yeah. sound. I was like, but the drums sound like shit. <laughs> so we were we were on break, and Travis and I were uh, we're all just chilling. We're talking about where to fit in as a drummer, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, so. The question answer thing, the jazz thing that y'all do in Bailey was so good. The question answer, right? And the drums, it's like, God, dude, like you nailed it. You guys nailed it. Like, I was like, I want to be in that band. I don't know where I'd fit in. Oh, yeah, but I want to be in that band. Just going nuts and seeing how crazy we can get. But still be like tremendous pop dude. punk. We would always have yeah. to bring it back to a no effects part. We would just go into look, different. Oh, now we're gonna go into the refuse part, and then into that, the at the drive in part, and end it with the no effects part. But I'm mm-hmm. I'm not friends. This is the cool thing. This is the unbiased thing. Is I'm not friends with any of them. At this no? point, no, that's pretty sad. Like I'm I'm not. No, but you've been. But <laughs> no, but no, but I hear a good record. Like, I have no idea who these guys are. I'm not friends with them, so it even oh, tells you. Oh, you're talking about at that point. At yeah. That I thought you meant at this current <laughs> no, point. No, 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 no. not my friend, but come on. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm I mean, sorry. I know we haven't seen each other in <laughs> right, quite right. some time. No, but, but back, I'm still there for you, buddy. Back then, I'd have no idea who you guys are. Right. As a people. I understand that. But just as musicians, like I'm just I'm floored. You understood that you Dude, had your you had your ear on Baton Rouge sound and then heard those guys. I was like, what yes. the fuck is Was this right when you started hanging out with Ty and them? Because I was always wondering where they found you at. Churchill's. That Churchill's. Patrick. Patrick. Uh, Patrick was employed by. You're oh, yeah, welcome. He did work. You're welcome for your employment, Patrick. He did work there. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah. I hired Patrick because he was awesome. Like he was Patrick's a good guy. Awesome dude. He actually, I met him working in a woman's hospital. Ah. He worked in the warehouse, and he was friends with the girl that I was dating that got me on. She yeah. was a gift shop girl. Oh. So I worked with Patrick straight up. Patrick's the homie. Yeah. So, so then he worked at CC's Coffee. Yeah. And then I grabbed him from there. I was like, you. Get over here. Get over here, buddy. <laughs> and he was all tatted up at the Patrick the looked like Zach Morris. He did, yeah. like a punk rock Zach. Yeah. <laughs> With gauged ears. Uh, he's a handsome fellow. <laughs> he is he's stupid handsome, right? Can we admit that? Yeah. We can talk about it. So we, we pulled him in uh, to Churchill's and he was like, Hey, like you listen to punk rock. I was like, You mean the clash? Because that's <laughs> how old I am. Right. And uh he was like, Yeah. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> like a green day. Bling, so he starts throwing me stuff and one of the records was Justin Bailey. Whoa. Uh, and oh yeah, he was on board back in the oh, day. Oh, was he? Shit, yeah. Um, so he bury me, me. So he hit you with the red one, dude. Doom, 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 doom. All of it. All of that's. That was yeah. So that oh, was. Oh, Domang wrote those lyrics. Seventy nine. It's about gold, right? So we. T- <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, gold, I get it. We talked about this on um, so on our first podcast. Like Ross was asking me where I came up, and I told him about all my band stuff. So I get it. Like, to, to hear Bailey, like, if you're a musician that's ever been to, like, you get it. You get it. Instantly, you get it. Dude, that record was so good. Thank you so, so much. So good. We, I mean, everything after that was good as well. had a lot of, uh, yeah, I really like the, uh, I guess the last full length we did was Earthbound. Yeah. Yeah, we never really got to push that record too much because we kind of stopped playing around that time. What a great record. It was an ill-fated <laughs> record. It was kind of the shit that broke it. us up, which sucks. It's yeah. a great record. It's fantastic. Thank you. I'm glad we finally got to put it's it out. It's so good. You guys are on the road and shit. And though, then the, too, they right? did videos, dude. Like so. Right. Oh yeah, we did a few videos and major videos. Because a lot of people did a major video. Everybody remembers yeah. that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they wanted when we got back together, they wanted to play whatever song that was part two. I was like, nobody knows that song, bro. Everybody knows know that song. song. <laughs> it had the video. I'm like, really? You think a lot of people seen that? And then talking to people, everybody always references yeah. that one. I'm like, oh, I guess. Yeah. 
Yeah. See, I think you can still go to YouTube and see that video if you want to backtrack. You, you can still travel. go to you can go to YouTube and see Justin Bailey see Alex. get uh, kicked out of the catering. Oh, <laughs> they oh. pulled the plug on us after like three songs. That's we can, a show. we can talk about that because all the girls with their martinis were getting knocked over. They weren't ready for <laughs> it was two for one that show. night or, or like two dollar wells or some crazy. Well, we had it hyped up as like because we were gonna videotape it and send it to drive through records or some shit like right. that. So we got all the crew to come out and go nuts. We oh, had three yeah. cameras there filming it, and uh, they they who'd you, they who'd delivered. You? They went wild. Thomas and everybody was down there going nuts. <laughs> who'd you who'd you play with that night? Do you remember? I don't even remember. <laughs> was it y'all? Was it yeah. No Fuego? You yeah. son of a! Oh, dude, we played so many son shows. Of a. I remember one time I saw Grizzly there. Yeah, yeah. that was that shit was tight. Night, Did yeah. y'all play with them? Yes, oh, we have. Yeah, yeah. the y'all, Grizzly that was, band, that was the which is. Yeah. Which is outplay kind of right. reincarnate yeah. that band Santa Smokes I was talking about that was their drummer. It was oh so, really okay. Yeah, so so we have to kind of preface this. Travis is talking about there was a show at the Catery, which was this place that burned down in Baton Rouge. It was a, a really cool mm. spot to play though. And they were and invited. Practice, yeah, 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 above it, right? And so, lose all your gear. <laughs> so No Fuego and Justin Bailey played, and I forget the the first band. Can't remember. Dude. Anyway, Bailey was headlining. Like you guys were the wow. last ones. So I remember going to the catering afterwards because we didn't want to. We were like stupid scared. We're like, so you remember, you're banning Justin Bailey, yeah, yeah. not No Fuego, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, oh, that guy, yeah. I like we, we played still want to play at the here one time, and that same kid Jesse Keys. Yeah, we played with Man he Plus was Building. Nuts, boy, he dude. tore the uh, he tore the bathroom up. Yeah, <laughs> and then so every, all the bands got banned from ever playing there again. I was like, hey, we didn't do that shit. <laughs> he moved to Brooklyn. Y'all can charge him. Yeah. But yeah, I think Domang has a, a YouTube channel that has that video on it, by yes, the way. Yes, so. Oblio Punk. There you go. That, yeah, you can watch shit. outplay cool. performances He's got from a really uh, cool Library Joe's. Channel, you yeah. can watch a lot of the uh, Violet Street House shows. Yeah. Really? Oh, it's all there. Yeah, Melter. Is that Save versus Bell show on there? Uh, I think it is. Mm. We can look that up. I'm going to check it out. Oblio Punk. Yeah, check it out. On YouTube. Okay. Hopefully we'll get Brian on the show soon. Yeah, we're totally yeah, getting off track. that'd be a good one. So, okay, so 03, 04 was Burying With My Money, and then you just like kind of like, and here's our last record. Well, we did a, uh, see, that's the thing. We spent like right. four years on a four-song EP, it seemed like. So did you tour <laughs> that record? Did you tour either one of those records? Yeah, we did like little tours. We did like a two-week thing. They kept getting bigger. You know, where'd you guys weeks, go? Because I, I remember you guys going like Midwest. We did, yeah. The first was the Midwest, I believe. We went Omaha, all up through Kansas City yeah. and uh, Ohio, Illinois. How'd you feel about all that? It was fantastic. Oh, dude, <laughs> salt of the earth, man. You get to meet all these cool people. Did you guys? Uh, so we we played with you guys a lot, like Shreveport. Yeah. Was Zach the rookie? Yes, and those guys. So, did y'all travel with them at all? Did y'all? I don't. I don't know how far. Yeah, Zach the we actually went did. You're, you're reminding me of all there this. We, we go. did. Hey. We, I think the first tour was with Zach the rookie. Yeah, and they were traveling in a Degum little Kia or something like. Oh, that. I got <laughs> hatchback. I got, yeah, with Kevin. With Kev. Yes. Yeah, and I got uh, I got some Travis stories. Tony, you don't remember Tony anymore. Wolf Chase? Oh yeah, those were the days, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was totally out of my mind. You were Crea- awesome. creating stories. You were great, dude. That's what everybody, like your boy, said last night. He went on the T Mason rabbit hole, <laughs> looking me up and stuff. I was like, "What in the hell did you find out?" It's great. It's great. You got you probably all true stories. No, you no, can't dude. deny any of it, bro. So you did all of that touring and stuff, and you came back and did you guys sign to a label or did you not sign? See, to a that's label? what was that's what kind of messed us up. 
at the end there because up to that point we were doing everything ourselves. DIY. And I was always the one that's like, we got to get sun. We mm. got to get this whole thing going. But I finally came around to the idea of us actually doing it ourselves. Sure. Because we went on tours and we did stuff and you start to see, oh, this is how bands make money. They don't get paid off the door. They don't get. They make money off their merchandise, especially if they're making it for however for nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, making it yourselves and then selling. I was like, oh, this. Is, so right when I kind of get on board with this whole idea of what we've been trying to do, and then we've got our best material at that point. I was all about putting it out ourselves. Yeah. But that's when Brandon wanted to. He started hanging out with this dude that shall remain nameless, I guess. But. He kind of promised him a whole bunch of shit that he was going to put the record out and get us on college radio and promote us and do all this stuff. So Brandon, like, signed a little, or I guess we all signed this little thing with him. That he, But, of course, none of it came through. Yeah. It all kind of fell apart. And it delayed us for, like, a year putting it out. And then yeah. we were trying to go on tour to promote it and do all this stuff yeah. and we didn't even have the record yet so we did have to eventually put it out ourselves right way better than we ever could have did as like we so it, it eventually came out just lost momentum it, we lost momentum and then uh all our gear got stolen from uh the warehouse that was oh fun. yeah yeah I remember brandon's that. amp and brian's amp and holy shit everybody's yeah. amps got stolen and, yeah you oh yeah, that's why oh, we got that shit fortified now. Oh yeah. Oh, it was an inside job. Yeah. Another <laughs> nameless character. Yeah, let's not say yeah, anything like but that. But <laughs> you know who you are. You know what you did. That's it. Dude, I'd be all about naming them. But whatever. Actually, they, they put their real name down at the pawn shop. <laughs> God. Yeah, right. When we seen the amps. Like, yeah. Oh, really? That guy? Jeez. Got it. <laughs> yeah. God. That was a ass. fucking thing. Yeah. Damn, bro. And then like living situations and stuff. Because there's a lot of things kind of. Were you still at Violet? That's what kind of was the beginning of the end. Is kind of I moved out of Violet and with a girl, and then we were practicing over there. And then of course a couple years later uh, she kicked me out, so we didn't have anywhere to practice. That's why we got the warehouse. Yeah. Was so ah, that we can have somewhere to practice. The spot. Because the catering burned down and yeah. a lot of bands yeah. needed practice space. And we were we, we built out a bunch of practice spaces in the warehouse. Yeah, we, we took over a multi functioning facility. It was a good spot. Dude. Yeah, it's a good spot. It works. Yeah, Brian Domang is Paul Paul, and he's been mm-hmm. paying $900 a month ever since. So God bless him on that. But yeah. Dude, it's a, it's a spot. Look. Giving us a place to play. I wrote a song about it. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah that's dude. what it is. We just need a place to do it, and he provides it. Yeah. And all the so, bands that rent spaces out of there or pay to record with them, they, they've so been doing Dame, fabulous recordings over So there. if Domain is listening to this, I would say, like, here's your opportunity to uh, to franchise or, <laughs> or – so open a spot off of I-10, like Industrial Plex. Mm-hmm. So then you get both 12 and 10 covered. Yeah. Right, exactly, <laughs> both sides. Because, you, you know, a lot of these fools, right. I'm not driving across town. Right. I don't want to go to talk. They act that. like <laughs> right. Baton Rouge is so huge, bro. It's it 10 is. minutes It's, it's enormous. Oh, my God. It's like, enormous. I'm not going to drive out to Sherwood Farm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in – Mid city, <laughs> take man. ten I drive, minutes. I drive to Gonzales every Wednesday, and sometimes I drive out to Denham every Tuesday. Yeah. A walker, actually. I know, bro. That go from Denham to Gonzales. Are you kidding, mate? It's That's crazy. Insane. It's wild. Yeah. 
So okay, so wild boys. So Bailey kind of, I wouldn't even say break up because it just kind of no, it just disintegrated. Yeah. yeah, we were on like permanent hiatus. Brandon was going through some things with his career and stuff, trying to find a career, and then he found a career. So are, who's married by this point? Brandon's married. Okay. Corey might as well be married, although they're never going to do that. Brian Domang should right. also be married, although they're never going to do that. Right. Or procreate or any of that oh. stuff. Hey, man. And it's hey, a, man. It's a life choice, man. It yeah, is, it's a life choice, do, man. But I'd love to see these beautiful children. Though. These babies? Boy. You like to see these babies? Yeah. So, so after Bailey kind of is done, are we done? You want to move on? Yeah, Bailey? absolutely. Okay. Bailey's done. It's over. It's with. not done. It's no, not it's done. Not. No, it's it's on pause because it I is. know we're gonna come back to it. It is. No, I'm talking about in general. So let's talk about Kataba. Q baby. Oh man. <laughs> what's up? The sweat. You didn't think I was gonna oh, bring that's it up. My baby brother, right here. We there. go. I was gonna bring I'm it like, up. I'm, the sweat. The sweat. Couldn't yeah, remember the, the sweat. Band. Oh boy, the sweat tape is on Bandcamp. You go check it out. So that was that the band right after Bailey. Pretty much, there was. I mean, there was some years in there where I wasn't really doing, but I was trying to do my thing. I was right. trying to get the bricklayers going. Yeah, yeah. So I actually bought a guitar amp. I remember you sitting yeah. up front, and I bought it. I bought it from the dude from Zach the Rookie with the idea that <laughs> if I'm gonna nose. if I'm gonna be serious about playing guitar, well, I need to get a serious amplifier because Mark mm. Skidmore back in the day always had that Mesa, and he always sounded good. So I was like, I need I to get, get an amp, Rick. and then. You know, even if I'm not playing guitar, I'll have a guitar amp that a guitar player could come over and play with me. Got it. And he was the first one that came over. My original idea was getting that kid Jacques from... Uh, dude! Yeah, last name change. Yeah, last, last name, name change, change and all that. I was like, dude, if I can get him to come over and play with me... Jacques was a beast. Then we'll do some shit. But Q-Baby wound up being the one. <laughs> and uh, the sweat ensued. Where did you meet Catawba? I met him at a show on State Street at a house show at Fletcher's house. And he was like 14 years old. Yeah, he they, was They're young. all 14 years old. Yeah. When you meet no, him. but he was kind of crazy. He was no, young. I remember, like, because that's right when they're starting to get into that stuff. And he goes, "We've been doing this stuff, so I be at the shows, <laughs> yeah. right?" And you guys, and like, he was he was outside the realm. Oh, he's like, "Oh, I gotta go to school tomorrow." I was like, "Damn, you gotta go to school tomorrow? How old are you? 14? Damn." Yeah, but they, you know, they kind of see the scene. They see folks. Like he was me wild. And other he was folks a wild that's like, out there doing it, and they kind of want to do it. Do you remember Kataba? Kataba, he was he kind of Pakistani. Yeah, but he was mm. kind of he was kind of long haired, big fella, big fella, mm. short. Uh, he was just he looked like a metalhead. Like yeah, the, the, big time. the 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 kid you went to high school with or middle school with that was a metalhead, cool. long hair. And yeah, I, I probably him, met him. I just don't. He loved Kiss and Motorhead. And <laughs> yeah, and he didn't like. Uh, he played a show. Went and saw y'all show. One of the first, and he didn't care. Like he. Threw down, care. dude. He trashed his guitar. He will talk he, shit about all the other bands up dude, there. Dude, he just did not care. Yeah, that last band fucking sucked. <laughs> right. And he was young, and I was like, God, oh, this guy's, you know. And then, whoosh, done. That went away. Oh, but. he started playing in a couple other bands, and then he moved away to Canada. There and, it is. You know, got married and stuff. Cool. Oh, he did it too. He did procreate. Oh, he, he does did have a he did it. that looks like him, and it's beautiful. Him and his wife. So he's probably older than 14 now. He's a little older than 14 now. <laughs> this kid maybe. Because this could have been 15 years ago by now. Yeah. He's, he's, right. he's in his 30s and stuff. Travis, where did it all go? Right? Oh, boy. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm looking at this one. Let's say January 2004 <laughs> for the Swashbuckler Next to Nothing EP, which is fire, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh, boy. 
All right, so that's you, what the one I heard was like, dude. Our recordings ain't shit. This is where we need to be. So you had you stack that up next to bury me. It don't have that <laughs> sound. But so all right, so Kataba, Q baby. What? Yeah. So done. Kataba and Megan, Megan Zakovich. So okay, on bass. She's so, the coolest. That was two thousand somewhere in there. Twelve. Well, yeah, because Bailey kind of stopped in '09, but then there was like this period of like a couple years where it's like, are we gonna do it? Are we not gonna do it? Is Brandon ever gonna get to a point where he can we do this again? Well, we played with you guys uh, as not no Fuego, but as Hammer Chasing Nail, I think. Right. We played with you guys with Kataba. Um and so, and that was for both of us. We we're both like, "What do we do now?" Like me and Sean were like, "What do we do now?" Because Jeremy had to go do stuff. So we lost track. That's kind of where I depart from Travis Mason. I'm like, "Wow, man, we're doing Fuego different things." Kind of gone. And then you guys did some things, and like Ross we'd come had back to... for little reunion shows every now and again, mm-hmm. which weren't supposed to be reunion shows. They're supposed to be all right. We're back doing the shit. Yeah, yeah we did like swash. Yeah, which swash was a great Justin show. Bailey shows like in like. 10 or something yeah. Like 10 or 12 yeah and with Kim Moore's no think, yeah I think no Octavius that's Octavius I was just saying that's, Octavius well, we that's the only reason we ever right. reunite because somebody Kim big was coming reunite, around yeah. and they say hey y'all want to play that's just what happened this last time right yeah but you because a lot of people asked us to play and uh you know but then the Kim Moore's asked me like alright I guess we gotta <laughs> do it so, but and then we get back together and Wind up writing like four or five new easy. songs that are incredible. That's like easy. I can't wait to do, but we just got to get through a lot of the uh, logistic. I mean, who would imagine? We all live in Sherwood Forest within a mile of each other, but it's not just space; it's time. Yeah, which are intrinsically connected. So of course we got the space, but we ain't got the time, man. I hear that. You do. You do. Brandon, uh, he mm. owns his own home inspection company. He owns uh, his area of house calls. Mm-hmm. So this region. So, man, that dude stays so busy doing so. that shit. And, uh, you know, Corey works big-time job. Brian Domain is about as stretched out as anyone could be. He's thin, huh? And he's yeah, the core, exactly. pretty much. He's the one still hanging, hanging it up because uh, he's the, got the practice room and everything He's else. got so the he's, practice room. He's keeping he's that hope alive for JB, exactly. I'm well, they record a bunch of stuff out of there now. Studio Dudio shouted out. Okay, cool. They recorded uh, all the Christworm stuff, all sorts of stuff, all the Dead Centered stuff. They're doing bands all the time. Fucking A. And it all sounds fabulous. All the um, Shadow People stuff, rest in peace, Conradie. But it's all fabulous stuff. And, uh, yeah, they got all the gear over there. Yeah. If you want a big-time recording, shout out. Studio Dudio. Dudio. Yeah. And then you want to talk about Volcano a little bit? Yeah, Volcano, uh, the Volcano Studio, which feeds into the Volcano Collective. <laughs> I guess that's my home studio where I got all my stuff. And, uh, you know, it's not as big in production as what they got going on over there, but it still gets the job done. And it's a fun place to, you know, I lay down all my demos. Mm hmm. You know, because I write the songs for the bricklayers, and that's kind of what I was doing after, you know, Bailey. And uh, when that girl kicked me out of my house and I didn't have anywhere, all I had was an acoustic guitar and my songs, man. So I kind of went back to writing lyrics and vocals and music and songs for, I guess, what would eventually become the bricklayers. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. So that the seeds of that have been, you know, in place for quite some time. 
But uh, I was always trying to do, I guess, the Dave Grohl thing where, you know, I break out from behind the drum set and I'm the lead <laughs> singer, guitar player, like Billy Joe and all the rest of it. Because in your mind, you know, you see all the bands, that's like the formula. Mm-hmm. Is like the you know the guitar player singing. You don't see too many drummer singers. So it was never mm-hmm. an option to do that. I always Don Henley. Mind, Don exactly. Henley. Don Henley is like the, the refreshments. The inspiration Eagles. behind this. No, the I'm Eagles. saying what's that band? Is it the refreshments? What I like the about you? What is oh it? yeah. Oh, oh the knack. No, it's not the knack. Uh, it's, it's the replacements. Oh, not the replacements. It's on the tip Some, of. We're our all close. <laughs> Hey, Google that shit. You what tell I like me. What about you? Yes, you at home. Go ahead and Google that and find <laughs> yeah. out who that is. Call in the station, 555 Wink, if you love it. 499-1015. Or no, it's W-Y-N-K. Either way, man, my mom used to win stuff off the radio all the time for W-Y-N-K. She wanted a trip to Cancun, boy. Did she really? Shit, shit. I remember she went to Cancun. And uh, she got us them Jabot jeans down there. Cause they oh, what? Down there, boy. She come back with a pair of purple and a pair of green. Oh, shit. Love me, it. Me and BJ had to figure out uh, who was getting what. Love but, it. I, I want the purple one. Rochambeau for the green, green one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, them Jabots, boy. They was the real deal. They had the I tag on them and everything. So at Volcano, are you, I mean, are you recording other group? Like, you, are you an open studio? Are you Are you trying just trying to, to learn to engineer? You, you just kind of have bro? That's a lot of what it is. You want to record me, bro? Absolutely. I'd love to. Because cool. I, I feel like it's like a ultra demo station. Because I do all my demos for all my songs. Mm-hmm. And I do enough of them. I got about 100 of them. It's like, dude, I could probably do this for other people. Because there's a lot of folks out there who have songs but don't really have a band or anything. Right. So, or want to invest to record yeah, it. Yeah. Or, yeah, don't have the gear to do it. So it's like, you know. That's killer. You can come over and we'll lay some stuff down. Either I could play on it or I do have the capabilities to capture a whole band, you know. So that's what I wind up doing a lot. And it comes in handy for – all the bands I'm playing in, practicing and stuff, because mm-hmm. you can go back and listen to recordings, and they sound pretty dang decent. I got 10 mics on the drums. <laughs> I got amps in other rooms. You know, full separation. Yeah. Did you – so uh, there's another band that you play with currently mm-hmm. that you play drums with currently. Right. All right, pronounce Which this band one? because oh, I'm Iliaka. That's the one. Iliaka. 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 All right, there we go. So, do you record I-L-I-A-K-A. their stuff? Do you record their stuff, or do you just are you strictly an auxiliary guy? Well, I record a lot of our demoings, and I would like to record our stuff. But we did actually record our record that's online with Brian at the studio. Okay. Studio. Okay. And Brian's not from here. He's not from Louisiana, is he? Brian Demang. No, 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 no. The other guy. He's the guitar player for Iliaka. Oh, Brian Jones. Yeah. Oh, he's from here. Is he? His uh, brother's like one of our best friends from growing up, Jason Jones. Okay. He's, if you watch the Justin Bailey gets banned from the catering video, <laughs> he's the guy getting tackled out of there. He's the reason <laughs> I come off stage because, so you can't Somebody touch my boy. Jason Jones, on him, he's yeah. the nicest dude in the world. Yeah. He ain't doing, he ain't inciting this. Yeah. Go right. get Thomas. Right. Thomas. <laughs> yeah, Thomas. Thomas. Nuts. That's true. Yeah, All right, so Iliaka is, is more of a, uh, I don't know, I'd, I'd call it like psychedelic rock kind of Psychedelic prog garage. Yeah. yeah. Rock. And that's the cool thing about it. We just added, we, we've always had a keyboard player, but that guy quit, and we've been looking for a keyboard replacement. And we found it in Corey's girlfriend, Julia. I don't know if you know Julia. Oh, yeah. Wait Corey's look. girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. 
and man, she's fantastic. I've only met her she like already twice, has, and she's such a nice person to me. She's like, so nice, and like the whole concept was like that we would dress in costumes and kind of yeah. have a visual thing. Well, sure. she already has a lot of that going on. <laughs> she wears some, uh, you know, super uh, eclectic. Looking show. for the uh, eclectic. <laughs> I really dig this band. It's really weird. I put out one of those things where I, I filled out like the profile for like I'm a bass player. I live in Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. Blah 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 blah. Was this I'm while look- I was in Florida? Poor boy. I'm looking. Yeah, you're in Florida. <laughs> I'm Did looking. They hit you up for the bass spot. And Iliaka. Oh, they never told me that. Hit me up, and oh, I, I said I actually in. know your drummer really well, and it just kind of like died. Really. Yeah, oh, they didn't want anybody involved. Oh, he, it you, must bro. have been right when we found our bass player now, because we were looking pretty heavily for a bass yeah, player. But we I was found like, this dude. "Friend of Mason is no friend of me." They never brought that up to me. Right? Yeah, basically campaign for that. Wow, uh, wow. Maybe yeah. he kept that from me. Or yeah, maybe it like, was right. This at the guy time. says he knows you, like Greg <laughs> Allen. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, yeah, I would. I don't know. I'd like to come at least hear it. Yeah, you know, and they're like, no. "Oh, it's a lot of fun." You like playing your instrument, right? That's that's where I get to really go off and do all the. Let's say you probably fill in a lot on that yeah. that band, right? Oh, it's good. I get to go all Rush and Queen. Yeah, and you don't get to yeah all that stuff. Yes, be a drummer. Yes, cool. And and Brian's such a great guitar player. It's like some people you can just kind of jam with, and it, it almost feels like we can just jam forever. Because, you know, with the Bailey guys, I mean, we kind of got to play our songs or and, whatever. Sure. And the fact that you're doing that is what's told me, like, I was like, this guy's this guy's a musician because he can do it both. Like, and this band is not Bailey at all. Right? No. But, oh, dude. And good for y'all, man. I am kind of a powerhouse back there, so I do bring a lot of that. <laughs> he does. Big time. So you get to do all those big jumpers. So, but during COVID, I was watching a lot of Iliaka. A lot really? Of it. Yeah, dude. On YouTube and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, actually, Brian's really good at. Uh, he was like, "We're going live," and I'm like, stuff. "I'm gonna watch it." Oh yeah, we do be going live and stuff. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So totally. I'm gonna watch it because I can't go nowhere. I try to take a page out of his book. He's very good at promoting the band. He's yeah. always every other day. He seems like he's posted something, a picture. Yeah. He's always like, "Let's get a picture for the thing." That was really I'm cool. I'm always, you know, I'm old school. <laughs> I don't like to step back and capture life. I like to be in it. Yeah, so. you do a pretty good job at, at some promoting. point. I'm sure I'll have yeah. documentarians following me around with cameras and stuff. And I'm pretty sure everybody I know knows it's that you're happen. in a band called the Bricklayers. I'm yeah. pretty sure that I think you're doing a decent job. The Bricklayers, baby. Well, it was it was it was crazy because we all went to the Kenmore. A lot of us went to the Kenmore's reunion show. Yeah. Oh, with the Bailey just here recently, right? Yeah. Mid City. Yeah, because yeah, that one fucking like killed. February or Dude, something like what that. Sh- yeah, yeah, something like that. I don't think we did. February as of twenty two. I wasn't even back here yet. I just came for you the show. You just came to the yeah. show. So we're at the show. Bailey starts playing, and then there's a lot of songs toward the end that you're playing drums and singing. Oh yeah, that's all the new ones. Actually, it's kind of weird how that happened. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Because uh, we got back together for that show and. Uh, Corey was actually giving me hell because, you know, every, Tell him, Travis. every now and again he would, like, send me a song to listen to or learn. But, dude, I'm so busy. I'm learning songs for Iliaka. I'm learning songs for Audrey Seymour. <laughs> I'm teaching my dudes in Bricklayer songs yep. and working and doing everything else. So it's like, dude, I'm unless, like, we're going to do some shit, I mean, I ain't got time to start learning the shit. Well, all of a sudden we're doing stuff. He was like, bro, you never even listened to any of those songs that I gave you. I was like, all right, dude. Give me a CD with the songs on it. So he gave me a CD with like six songs on it. Oh, he, deli- I, oh, he delivered. So he gave it to me. 
And then Uh-oh. just for whatever reason, I guess because I've been doing the bricklayers thing, I was in a big time <laughs> lyrical Came creative. up with a melody, huh? I just oh, started Travis. writing lyrics. <laughs> I wrote a, a song a day. I pretty much went through the CD and wrote the first song that first day. And then I played it to them and they were into it. And then that's kind of when I realized, like, oh, Corey's not trying to write lyrics to this because he kind of took a backseat. Is he just riff-mongering? Right. Well, I'm, I guess because <laughs> I don't want to yeah, say he lost Trademark. His, I don't want to say he lost his scream, but he wasn't doing it for a long time. Oh, he can't do the wow. Yeah, because you kind of got to develop that over time. And he had it, but he, he hadn't dude, done it he was, forever. So he was kind of at odds with that. He's like, I can't really scream like I used to. Well, force it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it was amazing. He actually did develop it back. Yeah, back in the day he was the the, uh, By the time we played the show. But at first, I realized, he's really not trying to write lyrics to this or vocals. So I kind of saw it as like an open lane for me to start doing it. Sure thing. And it all just fell out and just, I'm so proud of a lot of that stuff. That's why I'm really, I really want to get us back together so we can do it. So do you think it. do you think you'll trade off like uh, because back in the day it used to be Brandon and Corey trading off. Well, that's what we were talking so about why not doing. Travis and Brandon. Uh, well, we'd have to sit there and work on that. Yeah. yeah. So they were always talking about yeah we can do that and it's like well did you listen to it do you know the lyrics I mean we can sit down but you we are maybe t- even Brandon and Corey going off your melody and then and then you contribute when you can because you are busy on the drums and Justin Bailey but if you can handle it I mean I'm yeah. not look man I'm trying to like I'm just like yeah this is what Bailey should do guys but, right yeah. like, look, oh, let's, we, let's listen here I'm just saying there's options yeah we've definitely entertained all that and that's yeah. uh, obvious because you know Brandon I guess was is the singer right as I always I said Brandon's the singer Brian's the uh, uh, Brandon's the singer, Corey's the screamer, and Brian's the growler. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I mean, so but, we got three different textures. Of but things. then you showed us that night that you could do it too. You could bring it as well. For sure. So uh, like, I was hitting all that, huh? I so, was hitting them screams too. Everybody's like, T Mason screaming. I was right. Like, I know. I don't know. Right. right. So I think flew out I think the fact that you've got four options now provides a little bit more like leeway as far as structure goes. So yeah, at some point we will get together and kind of flesh out who's going to sing what parts. But I kind of just been handling it because I could. It's like the bricklayer thing kind of got me in shape to be able to do that. Right. And I, if you're talking about the Mid-City show, I could feel that it was on that night. There it you is. You know how you can kind of gauge, man. you can feel the energy of the room, yep. and when you're playing to people, you're kind of feeding off of what you're getting from them. Yeah. I could tell that they were they were also pleasantly surprised. I could tell that they were into it. And then, yeah. Sometimes I could tell, like when I'm doing bricklayers up there and I'm running short of breath and about to die, I could tell that they're thinking, oh, look at this dude. He's not quite getting it. There was a little bit of that going on last night. Well, I think, I think Brian played in two bands that night, actually. Yeah. He played, he played I know, he played with, with, with Heavy Mantle. Yeah, Heavy Mantle. He played with Billy before and then you guys. Yeah, that show – that was probably one it of the came best across Baton really Rouge well. in, in a long time, man. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah. And that's what great. got us jazzed up. And we went and played the next night in Homa. Yeah. How, the, I didn't get to go to that. Cause <laughs> that I, was fantastic because almost to. like the Kimmores were playing for us. Yes. <laughs> there weren't too many people there. No? No. Uh-huh. That's what few, I heard. But, did, I mean, uh, Homa. did the Morons play? The Morons played. And it yeah. was, which, yeah, it was cool. Because Corey. That's your boy. <laughs> Speed of sound. And we got to hang out with them. And uh, but all the guys from that band. But see, we got to get real drunk. <laughs> That's always really it's a good time at home. We didn't really get to go that nuts for mid city. <laughs> but yeah, we got down to home and we were sloshed. Yeah, and uh, we made it through our set pretty good. 
And then and then the Kim Wars came and tore it apart. It. We were losing our shit. Good. Oh boy, it was fun. Yeah, I know they they played a good set that that night in Baton Rouge, but I heard that the they really kind of caught wind that next night. Yeah, in Homa is what I understand. I so. don't want to be any kind of way, but I think the the Bailey might have owned the Mid City show. I think that's, that's how it kind of went down. He's being kind of that way. Yeah. I enjoyed the heavy metal set, set by the way. <laughs> but Let me tell you. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's shit. Let me tell you something, man. Like, Ty, Ty Moore and I. Oh, yeah, Ty, Ty was there in full effect. <laughs> so, and that's rare, Travis Mason, yeah. to have Ty with you out, yeah. out and about the whole entire time. Yeah. That's a rare thing now. He's got... He's one of those ones that would be sitting on the side in the. Uh, yeah, but he, he was in the stairs doing yeah. area. Dude, he's got he's got a wife. He's got two kids. He's got a full time job. He's right. just like the rest. Oh yeah. So to have him out with you and like Ty was it is still my boy. Like as far as like uh, bass and drums go, like he's my boy. As far as like ideology goes, he's my boy. Like yeah. we ping off each other in some sort of way that's weird because he's so exciting. Yes. He's got this excitement that he brings yes. to everything. So which I appreciate. You guys are Very playing good. Ty Moore is at my six o'clock, right? Which is not normal. Usually Ty's at my twelve o'clock. He's in front of me because right. I'm so huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I look back at him at one party I'll set and I'm just like, dude, and he's just like he's just like, Yeah, they still got it. They still what are they what are they doing? What are they teasing us for? What are they See, Keep it going, fellas? And those two shows went so well, that's why we were so pumped. And that's when Christ Worm asked, hey, do y'all want to play at uh, yeah. Chelsea's Live? We're like, fuck yeah, yeah you do. let's do it. But we, we didn't feel like it came across as well at the Chelsea's Live show. God. And yeah. I keep talking, I keep telling the guys, and there's like, that's not why. But it just seems like since it didn't come across so well that night, we didn't play that great. We hadn't really done anything since. Well, Mid City had that draw, and it's been built up for three or four months. Whatever. Well, the sound was on point. I just, at Chelsea's it. that particular night, I think it was a different sound guy, not JT. And I don't think necessarily the stage sound was there. I'm starting to understand how important stage sound is. Because back in the day at Smash Moon and really all the punk rock shows we play, I never gave a shit about having a monitor or any of that stuff. I think everybody just hired PSS back then. But then I would play like shit because I couldn't hear anything. What's Cat's name? Spanish Moon Cat. Oh, Modell. Spanish Moon had its own. Yeah, Spanish Moon had its own sound. Yeah, and it was just like, as soon as the show's done, you're going to hear Fugazi. You're going to hear Fugazi. That's the way it goes. You're going to hear Waiting Room. anything at all. That's it. That shit was loud. Yeah. I used to go unplug that monitor that was right next to the drums because it was so fucking loud. That's yeah. why I'm half deaf in my left ear now. <laughs> so you played Chelsea's Live, so I've yet to play Chelsea's Live. I've been really blessed to be – I've played – three of my bands have played at Chelsea's Live thus far. Bricklayers played there twice. Right. Shit, yeah. Damn. The last show we played was fantastic. That was one of those I ones where fucking, I'm so sorry. You heard about it? I did. People I'm are so talking sorry. about it. That's what's cool about it. I'm so sorry with that. Oh no, that we're gonna have plenty of shows coming up. I'm gonna be. In the I next mean, there break. aren't any book now, but like the <laughs> idea is that we're You're gonna. Like, I have in. a feeling you gonna see here about us. I am gonna be at the Brady show, the next Brady show, for sure. Oh, uh, Phil Brady's. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, I like booking that spot because so tight. It's. I mean, it's a mid city. Like it's a. It's a. It's a mid city establishment. Yeah, it's a legend. It's yeah. a legend place, man. And oh, dude, they they pour some drinks over there. That's what dude, I'm saying. Do they? <laughs> Last night. Are we y'all playing St. Patty's Day? Because that's the day to be there. That's a good. That's that's a good one. Maybe I'll try to book. I'll book all my bands there. There we go. Shit, yeah. Actually, I'm pulling double duty with uh, Audrey Seymour and Bricklayers in a couple months or something. And I'm like, well, that's cool, man. I would. 
that's you can't beat a better lineup than that. Yeah. You know, you get to see me playing two bands. Hell yeah, <laughs> Bruh. nail it. Audrey Seymour is the other band with uh, Percy and George Lascano. George from uh, Screaming Underwater and Percy from uh, Shadow People. Okay. But it's, it's like the emo punk thing, which is tight. So I get to get in there, do my Sam I Am hot water music emo. thing. Emo. Yeah, dog. And cool. rip off mock orange as much as I can. <laughs> right? Perfect. And well, uh, I so I got out. Audrey going now. I got Iliaka so I can do my Rush and yeah. Yes and all Queen. All my prog stuff. And then I got the Bricklayers, which is like my song that man. I write. Pinhead Gunpowder. That are Garth straight Brooks. Up, which, yeah, exactly, dude. Garth Just Brooks. repackaged <laughs> Garth Brooks songs. Actually, one of the bands, uh, your boy Skip from uh, Final Essay. Wow. Okay. He did a whole Garth Brooks album, and it slaps. It killed? It kills, dude. I saw him play it at the Brickyard, and I was, like, astonished. I was, like, amazed at how amazing it is. I'm like, oh, dude, bro. <laughs> He totally hooked up all of them. He did it all. It was fantastic. <laughs> all of them. Yep. But uh, so anything on your horizon that like I haven't done it yet, but I would love to do this. Like, what's the? I mean, I hadn't played in a boom. Mm. So like, if I can give you a for instance, I'm trying to put this vinyl right. out. If I can get some uh, there you go recordings together. I kind of had an epiphany the other day. Because I've been burning all these CDs and trying to connect people with the CDs, but don't nobody got CD players anymore. Don't nobody got CD players. They ain't got a CD player in the car. Their computers don't have... Because I'm always like, well, you can put it in your computer and rip it and put it on your phone. My computer don't have a drive. That's true. Dude, Ross... Well, do you have an Xbox? Nope. Nope. Ross Ross has a record player. My wife has a record player. Like, everybody's got a record player. That's what I came to understand. Like, people will buy vinyl, though. With a download card. I can't even give a CD to somebody. I can't play this, but you don't don't buy a vinyl. I was at Neil Hammer buying his vinyl. You only have however many that you have to listen to that day when you dead set on what I'm going to listen to. Same I am, same I am. Hot Water Music, like you said. Yeah. Oh, let me listen to Mason today. Yeah. Yeah. Brick and it's gonna and all go if you put there. a download card because I know you guys are all over Bandcamp, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, Travis. Oh yeah, I hype up the Bandcamp. You'd be so proud of me. Look, I wrote it all down for you. On Bandcamp, his releases are anything for you, my darling. Oh yeah, that's the single. Break ground. Break ground is the first record. That's breaking ground. T Mason and the Bricklayers. Break ground. The building mm-hmm. blocks. The building blocks. There's a building theme here. <laughs> All right, so uh, the building blocks to me was like the essentials. Like I had those four songs. I was like, "This is like the perfect demo." If I give this to my, <laughs> this, this is, is it. This is the building blocks. The judge. And then and, I went all uh, pyramidal on it, right? And you have the judge and good cry. The judge. We're is gonna a come back singer. to that. See, those singles have a B side. So the judge is. You, did you listen to the judge, dude? You like that one, dude? I'm trying to. That's the one I want next. Dude. All, right, all right, all right. Before we go back, we're gonna come back to that. Thank you so much. And then the, the demolition demo. The demolition. That's demo the most current. Is the first recording with this band. Okay, with Andy. all the other stuff I kind of did myself. Okay, played okay. the guitar to click track. So if I were going to recommend like a T Mason and the Bricklayers, I would say go get the Judge and Good Cry from oh, Bandcamp. Like yeah, both of them. I would say both of them. Oh yeah, the Good Cry. That was funny because Good Cry is at that particular moment. I had a drummer that was really into like the new pop punk stuff, like Neck Deep. And all these other things. Who are we talking about? Because that's the one thing we never we didn't get into. Like, because this, 
you know, the I've integration of people through this. Yeah, I know you went through, through quite a few things because you were trying to play guitar, like you did mention earlier. It's hard to get a drummer to stick, dude. Right. Because either, like, they're too good. Like, I had a... So let's just shorten it up and say you recorded everything on every record up till this most recent one, right? Right. Okay, so let's just yeah, leave it at that. Except now. for, like, I would always enlist Brian to do the bass. <laughs> Domain. <laughs> yeah. Right. You got to go for him. All right, I mean, so who did If you have accessibility. Brian did. Did he really? Yeah. Little shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yo, I get it. Oh, I get it. Yeah. And then Good Cry? I actually did the bass on that. Oh! Yeah. Every I now and again, if it's, easy, if it's easy enough, I'll go ahead and throw it down. But who was the second vocalist? That was me. The high? Yeah. The super high? Yeah. I did Oh, dude. Really? <laughs> you like that? Thank you. Because I, I can't listen to them half the time because they sound stupid to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like demos. But then... but. The it's judge like, is the shit, bro. Judge is the shit. I love how that one came out. And that's like kind of when I had a mixing breakthrough. I was listening to a lot of Justin Coletti Sonic Scoop podcast. <laughs> right and everything mm-hmm. that dude said to do was gospel, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre-delay the reverbs mm-hmm. and uh, pull out certain frequencies, boost other certain frequencies. No and yeah. there it is. It's cool. like I, I jotted them all down. I was like, this is the one you're going to talk about. <laughs> you be the judge. That's it. I'll Not be the witness. Be the- that song's about Domang. I ain't scared to say. Are you serious? A little bit. Really? Actually, it's about Judge Judy. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, well, I was really high playing guitar one day. I mean, he's just I'm writing watching, country songs. Dog. I'm watching the episode of Norm has a show, and he's talking to Judge Judy. <laughs> oh my god! And I, I just too. and I just hit that line. You be the judge. <sighs> you be the judge. I'll be the witness. Ross is like, what? <laughs> no, the Demolition Demo is one I'm, I'm there, most bro. happy about because it's got the band. It's got Josh on bass. That's what I started to notice was messing up all my recordings, my guitar playing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, these big old hands. I'll be bending the shit out of tune and stuff. Yeah. I mean, whenever you were recording the guitars yourself, are you doing direct in and putting in like uh, plug-ins to get your... For the uh, most part, so yeah, yeah you weren't enough, like. But sometimes I'll mic the cab. So whenever you got Andy on, you mic cab and, oh, and did, yeah. did it real deal. Okay. Andy come through and clean up all my guitar right. parts and execute them so great. And he actually came on as a second guitar player. Mm. Andy, so I, yeah, I brought him in. I was showing him all the songs. We tried out. We're a gonna couple find a drummer, drummers. dude. <laughs> we tried out a couple drummers. One of them was terrible. And then I never got a call. And then I got. Oh. I know it's so hard to know who plays <laughs> and who around. can do. I wasn't what. here, dude. I was in Florida. And then, uh, and then we got Josh on. Where did you find Josh? I've been knowing Josh. See, he's not like Josh. He's he, good. Was in, he was in a, a yeah. band whenever he first like started day one. Shows. But I knew he played bass. Josh is good. See, I played drums with him at the church. You know, I, he started getting me to come play up there, so I knew he played bass. What church is I'm sorry. United want, Methodist downtown. Okay. And, uh, man, they make some money over there. That's when I started to realize <laughs> that's all these churches about. There ain't nobody here to praise the Lord. They're here to get this check, boy. Praise Benjamin. Shit, I played one set in the morning. One out. They gave 100 bucks. I wasn't even trying to get you to go there. Before I left, they gave me 100 dang dollars. Every time I go, they gave me 100 dang dollars. And, but this dude, Josh, is I playing wasn't even like trying, three bro. sets every other night. This dude is probably taking a grand from the church. And, dude, they got iPads. 
they got the fire electric kit. They got everything. Oh, I know. They got all the gear. I was like, dude, they got some fucking money over For the here. Lord, this, bro. This what all these, I was just happy to go up there and play for the Lord. But then you realize, <laughs> oh, I'm taking somebody's gig. Yeah, you all are. All these people. I was like, yeah. okay. I get it. That's why I said you ain't right, going to find Jesus in the Methodist church downtown. <laughs> you might find a check, though. Yeah. See, so found, found Josh said, you ain't, that's, yeah, that's when I kind of connected the dots. He's like, I'm trying to hold it together. You need to come play. Without, like, just blasting. <laughs> and he's the most insane, but you, like the way he plays with us, he plays like that at the church. Yeah. He all over the fucking place. Really? Bro. Shit, yeah. <laughs> Me and great. be grooving up there at seven, 7 o'clock in the morning. We're doing it for the Lord. Where did Josh Bible. Where did he come from? He's from Zachary Baker. Here area. we go again. The Northern Baton Rouge. That's boys. How I met him. Z Boys. I met him back then. He was the one that I said was a. Uh, oh, he first he picks up the guitar and shreds. Yep. Then yeah. he picked up the band. Got behind drums. He's really good. Yeah, he's multifaceted, multi-talented. And then Clancy the Star Screams and Clancy. Oh yeah, he's a. See, that's why I like him because finally I got desperate. <laughs> Because I tried to avoid just going on Facebook and be like, Aww. is there anybody that wants to play in a fucking band? Yeah. I never, but I went on I never there. got an email. Never and got a text. That's what I'm saying. I, you, it's hard to think of who to play. It's like, why don't I know any drummers? Why don't I know any players? I mean, you don't come up with this stuff of who's available. You're who, an insane you person. out and about, you know? Ty and Greg would have totally been at your back door. Ooh, <laughs> baby. Yes, right, come baby. On. That sounds like a night... You'd be like, remember. hey, Ty, hey, Greg. At, at hey, Ty, door. look, the door at that is back open door. for you guys, okay? <laughs> Come on. There. So if you want to do a third project. A third? I'll take a third. Ah! <laughs> Golly. I, I, they're not where I'm at right now. I know, right? <laughs> they're not <laughs> laughing with me. Oh, we oh, would be. Baby. We'd be no with you, baby. Matter. We'd be 100% with you. So, but when I finally got, I taught Andy the songs, and we were playing, me playing guitar, him playing second guitar. And then finally when Josh came over and we started, started showing him the songs, I said, like, hold on, if I got behind the drums, Uh-oh. we would be a band. Mm-hmm. And then it just clicked. And then I finally clicked in my head. It's like, dude, I'm the baddest drummer in town. Why would I not play on my shit? That doesn't make any sense. It finally made sense to me. It was a that, question we all had. And it's so- like so many different times I've tried to do this, but as soon as I got back there yeah. with Josh, it took off, so it's like, okay, this is the format. This is kind of how it has to be done. Everybody's like, are you ever going to get a drum? I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to tinker with this. <laughs> right. Of course, everybody's like, oh, well, your vocals aren't as strong when you're on the drums, and your drum is not as strong when you're singing. Yeah, that's live set. It's like, that's just how it is, yeah. bro. And then, then your I'm boy, happy. Andy, plays much better. That's what I listened back to the recordings. Like, that's what sounded bad. It was my guitar play. <laughs> really? Even yeah. though the parts are good and the songs are good, but just the way I play guitar, yeah. you know, just doesn't hit. But my drumming hits. That's why every time I'd play some of my songs, somebody would be like, oh, the drums are good. So, oh, the drums? What about the guitar and the lyrics and the yeah. vocals uh, yeah. and all the rest yeah, of it? Yeah, it comes around. It's coming drums, around. I know the drums are good. Well, That's what sure, I do. I'm sure we'll circle back and get the whole the whole Team Mason Bricklayers experience yeah. on the show, Absolutely. on the podcast. Oh, yeah. We got to bring those dudes in. Because then we could like we could talk to Andy about like Chris Hayes and For all sure. the Starscream stuff and all the previous stuff mm-hmm. I've had dealings with. and. Yeah, so you guys have just recently released, not recently, I guess it's been a couple months now, but that the demolition, demolition demo. Okay, yeah. so so go to Bandcamp. Are you guys going to build off of that? Are you going to do uh, like a full length? The or? next one I think is going to be called Renovations. 
because we're going to go back and redo. Yeah, pretty much everything that's on Bandcamp is a demo. Right. You just polish. Not the you're final. Gonna, you're yeah. polish. Yeah. It's not finalized. So it's like, okay, now that I got the band, we play a lot of those songs. So it's like, let's get this version of it where it's at now. Yeah. Documented. Cool. Put, uh, put and, that out. But you're going to do that at Volcano or are you... I think we're gonna do it with Brian right yeah. on at the studio because we want that big time sound polished. Get the get the sound killer, so it can uh, yeah. So, but for now, I will I will say like I'll tell our listeners that you can go to Bandcamp and it's name your price, right? Name all, your price. If you feel like giving us cash, you're more than welcome to do and it's that. Kinda, it's kind of it's kind of neat. Much appreciated. Every now and again, <laughs> yeah, I go right? in there and see that PayPal. And he won't have to work. He won't have to work four jobs. Shit, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's, 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 it's kind of cool. The most important thing is that you get the music. That's like last night. I burned like 15 CDs to go out there, and it's like, dude, I'm not leaving unless I give these things out. What? I didn't bring them here to <clears throat> not give them to people. Fuck yeah. It doesn't matter. I don't need $5. Right. I need you to have this. I need you to know this song next time I come around. It's like whether I sold a million records or I gave a million records away. I just want you to listen to it. Yep. It's still the same. That's good, man. You know? So in my mind... It's, it's glad, I've already glad gone to see platinum. that's still around, even with an older cat. Because that's the same way I feel about it too. We're all the same. But uh, you give it to people, and like I don't know what to do with this thing. So yeah, it's like you got to you got to start doing USB drives. Or put something. it in your ear yeah. hole. Yeah, or get it on Spotify. I'm about to put everything on YouTube because that's where I consume all my music at. As there well. you go. I watch everything on I'm YouTube. All my lectures. Is this going on YouTube? <laughs> no, but I, I can put it up YouTube. there specifically for you if Yeet. you'd like me to. So I can listen to it. Yeah. It should be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's on a uh, podcast. Uh, it's on Spotify, Spotify. It's on Apple. It's on Apple. Uh, Google Podcasts. Yeah. All this shit. Stitcher. Oh, I've been. That's. I think. Oh, you say what's in the future for old teammates? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I want to break into. A lot of these themes that I'm pushing towards with the. You know, spirituality and the extra dimensionality of our existence. You'd be good at it. Yeah, I kind of feel like brick versus window podcast. Oh, shattering nice. your perceptions. Oh, nice. shit. One brick at a time. Nice. Yeah. So that that would kind of be a thing, but it's like just getting it together. Because I got all this, I got the mics, I got Studio One. It's <laughs> yeah. just getting it together and sitting down and actually doing it. So that's why I appreciate you guys. Bringing me in to talk about this stuff. This has oh, been this the best. Yeah, well, have us on to your show whenever you Absolutely. Have <laughs> Look, we'll talk about your your ideas of what you think is going on in this world. That's oh, what I'm saying. Yeah. You, that's don't why wanna, I, you don't want to bring me on this? That's why I finally realized it's like we're all like a different point of view oh, yes. to view this world. And we kind of need everyone's input on this. Do you? Yeah, because everybody's seeing a different part that oh, you're not Travis. seeing. Because I don't see what you see. You don't. And you don't see what I see. You're right. That's what the judge is. You can't see everything. Well, like, I, that's why I like the song. Yeah. Like Sean Lee says, save so, it for that podcast. Yes. Yes. Uh, Go check out the judge on YouTube. It's up there. It's the yeah. sweetness. All right, Teach. Thanks for coming. Thank y'all very much. We're about to snack out. Snack out with our rack out. (laughs) Oh, baby. Come on. Take your shirt off. (laughs) (laughs) So go check out uh, the Bricklayers on Bandcamp and YouTube and everywhere. Justin Bailey. Ilyaka does it right. They got us on Spotify. Ilyaka. All of it. Justin Bailey's still out there. Dude, the new Justin Bailey stuff is going to tear you apart. Get it. Get it all. Can't wait. If I can get these dudes together. Do you guys have any upcoming shows you want to promote in the area no. Nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing on wax no, as we, of now but so go to facebook go to facebook go to instagram yeah. you this can is find a show it. was it there you go march 2nd i would yeah. look for st patrick's day show voice of addiction oh that's where uh dead centered bricklayers 
and Audrey. So Josh is oh, doing wow. double duty and, and I'm good. doing double That's duty. Awesome. And Josh is like, you want to do that? I was like, dude. Wouldn't you rather come to show and see us play than some other ding-dongs? <laughs> come on, bro. I, I, that's a pretty solid set if you ask me. Audrey and the Bricklayers and Dead Center. Check them all out. Well, let us know. We'll help promote. You know. Shit, yeah. Thank y'all so much. This was awesome. Out, Travis. Right. Very good. Applause. All right. So, that's it. Greg, Ross. We're signing off. Signing off. We don't have a sign-off yet, but. It's coming one day. See y'all down the road. Peace. Bye. Retro. Retro. Retro.